man. Ex- excited, man. Excited. The first ever interview on the Parker Parker podcast, man. <laughs> you know, I've got my man Steve Homan in here today. Longtime friend, man. You've been a huge supporter in a lot of my endeavors in a way that a lot of friends haven't been, man. You know, mm, and so... Uh, not nah, a true story, man. You know, and so uh, I'm excited to have you as the the first official guest in interview on the Parker Parker podcast, man. Uh, and uh, long time talented musician, big in the Austin hip hop scene. You yeah, know, keep going, uh, st- dude. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Fan this man at You know, uh, so man, welcome, welcome, and happy to have you, brother. Thank you. It's good to be here. Um, shout out to the. P3 gang, Parker Parker <laughs> podcast gang, uh, big strong energy, big strong pussy energy from this podcast, and yeah. I love it, man. I've listened to every episode. Um, let me just set the bar high okay. for your future guests by saying, I love you. <laughs> I fucking love you, dude. You are a, a kindred spirit, just like one of the one of the best people I know. And it's awesome that you're finally fucking doing this. You should have been doing it 20 years ago, but it's cool. We're here. Um, again, like I said, I listened to every episode so far, and it's a side of Eric that I know exists, but it's it's like hearing a different Eric, and it's strange but comforting. And what I mean by that is like I'm used to the Eric that's got like, you know, we're throwing beers back or whatever. Words are being slurred and shit. You're speaking new languages. Uh, but, like, listening to your podcast is like listening to, like, inside your head, if that makes any sense. It's like, uh, it's a different Eric. Am I making any fucking sense? Like, there's clarity there. There's, like, this calmness that I've never heard these words, like, be spoken in. <laughs> And uh, that could be, like, just the room that you're doing it in. I don't know. But it's it's interesting to hear it, man. It's kind of like just pure Eric stream of consciousness coming from a different place. And it's interesting to listen to. Um, and it's already had, like, this impact on me. And you've only done a few episodes. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, the other day I was just having, like, weird fucking depression at work. Pop the shit on. Spotify is one of the only things I can access there. And it's like, damn, there's my fucking homie talking to me. You know what I mean? And so, like, I just want to give you that perspective from the other side that you probably haven't gotten yet. Yeah. You're just speaking the shit into existence. But there's receivers on the other end, you know what I mean? And that's <laughs> fucking tight. And it has an impact. So I just want you to know about that. If anything keeps you going, maybe that'll be the thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I appreciate that love, man. Sorry for fucking taking over for the first five minutes. No, <laughs> no, man. I'm here to listen to people talk. You know, I yeah. don't, when it comes to an interview, and you know, I'll have people that will like, man, let's set up an interview. Let's do some Zoom. And as soon as they say that, I'm like, oh, hold up, no, yeah, it can't be on Zoom, right? Because I need, I need that energy and that vibe of, yeah. of that face to face kind of deal, you know. Yeah. And it's big on that, it, it, you know. And going to that point about seeing that side of me. It really is always there, and those ideas are always kind of working in the background to mm-hmm. kind of fuel everything that I do, right? Yeah. But I don't want to bring that to every conversation I get into with people because I feel like it gets preachy in a way, right? And then I'm I'm beating somebody over the head with it, you yeah. know? And like, ah, oh, shit, this motherfucker, the- here, he, here he goes again <laughs> on that shit, you know? Right. Like, so the thing about that is like, um, 
you have to the the person has to be open and ready to receive that message and if they're not they're just going to tune out which is why you can't force things down people's throats you know what i mean but but you're planting those seeds and like whoever's soil is cultivated and shit is <laughs> It's going to pick up on it, you know what I mean? And things are going to grow. Absolutely, so man. It's just about finding those people. Absolutely. Yeah. And you got to look, you know, the, the cool thing about this format and the ability to do it is that you allow those people to find you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't I don't have to find them anymore, right? They can come find me, you know, because yeah. now I'm just putting that energy out into the universe, you know? Yeah. And, and it's so much about cultivating that positive energy within people, you know? And, mm. Because really, it's... I see the beauty in everyone, right? And, and I only keep on waiting for everybody to recognize the beauty within themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because... Dude, yeah. That's something... Yeah, we're going to be cutting each other a lot off on this one. But, yeah, I've, I've been digging into a lot of that specifically lately. Like, going within. Um, I don't want to cut you off, though, if you're going on... No, 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 something. no. You go ahead, man. Okay, go go so, ahead, bro. Like... Um, like, I'm, I'm on this... There's no other way to describe it, but a inner spiritual path like it's clear to me now like what i'm going through in this phase of my life and we can get into what brought me there afterwards if you want uh or after this topic or whatever but to hit on that point is that man there's so many aspects to it it's it's trying to find happiness and like one of the only the only way to tr find true happiness is to go inwards we we live in a society that is going to the external, right? To to try to find happiness, got to order some new shit on Amazon. You know, I got to open a package. I got to fucking get a new car or whatever it is. You know, and, and like jewelry, clothing, whatever it might be, trying to find happiness outside of themselves. And you can see that as uh, even on a bigger scale, like with society as a whole, and what like what are we doing here on Earth? Um, all the way up to like fucking mega yachts, you know, and like tearing down bridges to get that yacht out of the bay. Like it's the the most ridiculous version of that. And there, you can't really, I don't think you can get to true happiness that way. That there's, there's no end to that. Right? Like when's the next, like the fucking first trillionaire going to be like, okay, I guess I got to buy another planet because I'm not happy. You know, like where does that end? This is my universe. I got to fucking, you know, but going inwards, you can find true happiness. And that's something that I've been working on through, um, meditation. Um, and just kind of like these, th when you get to a quiet place, these thoughts start coming to you and you can start working at like what is it that's affecting me that's maybe putting me in a negative mood or or whatever that that there's so many conversations that can branch off of that too but the main point being a lot of people are looking outwards instead of looking inwards and um i can give you like one sort of solid idea on that or how to do that which is like the concept of this is kind of a two-part thing um the concept of heaven on earth okay um and for each individual person that can simply be closing your eyes and imagining what does your heaven look like okay, okay. for me I close my eyes and it's kind of like this, it's just all nature. Um, 
you know, it's like a hilly sort of area. If you're zoomed out and if you're if you're in it and you're on the ground, it's just like this natural plush forest. Like nothing's mowed, you know, none of that shit. The the grass is tall, there's birds chirping, there's a creek to my right, I can hear the water, I'm under a tree which is on my left. I hear like the perfect breeze blowing through the trees and all this stuff. Um all the sounds of nature and I'm just there and I'm listening to the sounds of nature. Um so it, that that thought kind of came to me thinking like meditating on this idea of heaven on earth um and i meditate while thinking i'm in that place mm. meditating <laughs> and that eventually well, no, i can't speak for everybody but that has led me to uh it's happened twice now where i'm literally crying tears of joy mm. for being in this place yeah. Now, what the fuck's happening on, like, a physical level? Maybe a little DMT's dripping out? I don't fucking know, dude. But, like, <laughs> but it's taught me, like, when shit is really bad, when shit is really hitting the fan, I'll always have this place with me, no matter where I'm at. And I can go there. I can at least attempt to go there. Oh, yeah. um, there's a little nugget for your listeners. Um, <laughs> another one, which is kind of, the, I guess, part two of that. And I think this kind of goes to like what I gather is a big a big part of your podcast, which is um, like real heaven on earth, right? Um, kind of the opposite of what we've got right now, <laughs> or what we're heading towards, unfortunately. Right, and uh, I mean, I'm kind of diving right into this shit, but again, meditating has brought these thoughts to me. If every person uh, going back to the um, my personal heaven on earth in my mind, when I'm in that place <clears throat> and I open my eyes, the love that's pouring out of me wants that in reality. And it can manifest that in reality by the way that I interact with people in the world around me, right? Like, I'm not, like, pissed off at that point, you know? <laughs> like, um, I, I want to spread that. And I just think a lot about if every human being on earth knew that and could get to that place and could drop their ego and all the other bullshit could that lead to a harmonious global consciousness which could manifest actual heaven on real earth on in reality you know Absolutely, yeah. Uh, hey, I think I think really that's the the idea. To stop sh- talking, man. <laughs> this is my podcast. No, I'm playing. Go ahead, please, please go. I, I think that's the <laughs> the idea is, is that there's something to strive for, right? And to have those goals in place and realize, and not only realize it but believe that it's attainable, right? You have yeah. to. So many people deal with the world in this skeptic viewpoint of ah, that shit'll never happen, right? Mm-hmm. But but the idea is that. If you want it to happen, you can have it. We could have it 20, 30 years from now. It's just you have to want it. And you have to want it collectively. Because Mm -hmm. if you want it as an individual, stuck in the individual constructs that society as we know it is built upon, Mm -hmm. you're never going to get there, right? It's it's really about everybody coming together with a like mind. Because I think there's much more common ground amongst people than there is anything that could divide you. Absolutely. And, And I think it... And even on those divisive points, I think if you really approach it with a logical sense 
and take emotion out of your situation, you could even come to an understanding there that maybe you didn't have before because you're like, oh, shit, I never looked at it that way. I never mm-hmm. had that perspective. I never realized the impact that my actions or words were taking was having in this negative aspect on other people. Right, right? right. And if you can really take that in and absorb it and come from a positive mindset and energy, right? everything could change. Every fucking thing could change. Yeah. And, and, and we could have it if we wanted it and if we're willing to work for it and define it and and that's a big thing too right is putting it out there it's like okay you want it like what does that look like for you how do how does that operate right you have to Mm -hmm. see it on a structural kind of level to be able to manifest it you know um but but going back to what you were saying Mm -hmm. as far as people trying to fill those things because you buy that new thing right you're like Mm -hmm. oh shit i got this ah endorphin rush hits you right but then it fades away you know and then you got to go buy the next shit. And going back to like when you've got a billionaire budget to work on, like yeah, you you've got to buy planets for that next endorphin yeah. rush. It becomes like a drug kind of thing, yeah. right? Yeah, just the accumulation of uh, fucking shit whatever. you don't need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you know there are things that people need, but we're talking yeah. about like excess. Oh, of, you know, materialistic. Absolutely, absolutely, and it goes back to like a billionaire. Like, how much could you possibly spend in a lifetime, right? How much do you possibly need to leave behind for your kids and grandkids and someone to have a legacy that works? You know, you could you could invest some money on a return investment of eight percent if you're working with billions of dollars. You put that into a a fucking wherever it needs to be to get that return and live off of interest alone. Yeah, Yeah. and you (laughs) you never have to touch the principal, right? So, dude, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I I wish. I could tap into the mind of like these people, you know. Jeff Bezos is the crowning example, right? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck your yacht, dude. Uh, <laughs> I hope that shit sinks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, with no one on it but you. But uh, anyway, okay. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. but, um, but but no, it's 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 real that they have like. It's just that excess, right, of, like, how much do you really need? And then how much is being taken away? Because capitalism is built on exploitation, like, at the heart of it all, right? right? If you don't have exploitation, then what you have is something besides capitalism, usually, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think you could take the best of what Mm -hmm. capitalism is because you can't look at it like it's all downside, right? Because if it was all downside, we wouldn't have it. We'd have something else, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it does allow for free markets. It does allow for free choice within that marketplace, you know? And so that's, that's a good thing, right? The, the problem happens when you get this unspiraled upward motion of greed and exploitation that happens. And then everybody underneath that cloud that, that they basically cast is essentially fucked, you know? And, That's where America finds itself today on a large part. There's, you know, it's um, it, it's something to the effect of 78% of the population in the U.S. is living paycheck to paycheck, you know? And mm-hmm. so that means you're one disaster away from being just hosed, you know, of, yeah. of like, and the stress that that causes. And I think it's all by design, really, you know, because... Could be. This, yeah. this whole thing could just be one big fucking test for everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's just because if you have billions of dollars, right? If you mm-hmm. have that as access, you have the ability to change the world, like literally. You right. know, not in a way that I do, right? Because yeah. I, if if I change the world, it's only because I've 
eventually convince 20 million motherfuckers to come along with me on the same vision that I have, right? It's going to take strength in numbers because I don't have the monetary power to change shit, you know? It's got to be something else. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. That's the only way it's going to change, right? Mm -hmm. So, but if you are a billionaire, the the script is completely flipped. You call up and make shit happen overnight with one call, you know? That brings me back to my last point when I was trying to clown your boy in his yacht <laughs> is tapping into their minds. What, just to see like, what, what's the agenda here? What's the end goal? Is there something beyond our comprehension that you're going for and you just can't fucking leak the secrets, you know, <laughs> because at what point do you have enough? And then you start like helping humanity, you know? And I, I just think about like what Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, these guys, like what, what are they trying to achieve? Is there something greater there that we're just not seeing? This, this Probably is, not, but you know. This is the thing on that one, right? If if that was the if that was the goal, right? My question to them would be, what the fuck are you waiting for, right? Like mm-hmm. when not you're Jeff Younger, well, and you're Jeff Bezos, right? Like you've got billions and billions of dollars in access, you know, in realizing it's all Amazon stock, so you don't have that. Right, it's, it's, it's a lot of warehouses and shit, yeah, and inventory. But. Oh, yeah, that, that as well. I mean, the what Amazon owns is yeah. fucking crazy, you know. Yeah. But, but, but he, also, he's building a big yacht. I don't know if I told you that. Oh, yeah. So he's got, yeah. <laughs> well, he's building the big yacht, and then he's paying the European country to rebuild the bridge so that his yacht can get yeah, underneath it. It's like, how much fucking ego do you have? Because I know That's... those yachts, you can build a thing that lifts up and then your your smaller but luxurious uh, jetliner butt or whatever the fuck right. that would be called is it's, it comes rolling it's, out it's, underneath it's, it. You it's know? little like... dick energy is what it is. Because <laughs> if he had a big dick, he'd build his own like shipbuilding yard on the other side of the bridge just to be like, fuck your shitty shipbuilding yard that's not located in a good spot. You know what I mean? That's all. It, that's all it boils down to. Big ego, little dick shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, but but the thing is, like, you should be working to destroy your ego, right? In the sense of yes. like, everything is bigger than the individual. Everything and yeah. always will be, right? Yeah. It's it's how we function as a society and a community that really matters for future generations, right? Yes. And and if you're not concerned about that, right? If that's not a primary driver in what the fuck you're doing, then what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because. You know, you look back and you're like, damn, we're, a lot of this in the state that we're in is because motherfuckers wasn't thinking about the generations that were to come mm-hmm. in which we find ourselves in today, yeah. right? Because if they were thinking about that, we would probably see a different world, right? Right. And then the other side of that is that there have been people that have tried to be those change agents and people that have put forth ideas, and those people usually die untimely deaths, you know? Weird and, how that happens. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Everybody pray for Andrew Yang. Yeah, for uh, real, man. You <laughs> know? And so my th- my thing is, and i got to be honest with you, that, that concept kind of scares me sometimes. I'm like, damn, how far can I stick my head out there before this motherfucker gets chopped off, you know? Well, I mean, <laughs> on some level, your head's going to get chopped off eventually anyway, yeah. one way or another, right? Right. Like, <laughs> so what do you want to... That's some shit I think about a lot, too, mm-hmm. is when you think about the concept of time and like the average person's lifespan, Mm -hmm. it's like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a fucking blip. It really is. It's it's a blip. If you think about it like that. And so like, what do you want your blip to be? 
Absolutely. If you narrow it down to just like good or bad, like did, did you positively impact the other blips around you? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, right? And that's so true. Or did you build a fucking yacht? <laughs> no, <I'm playing. laughs> but no, that's so true though, right? Because the 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 closest thing that you'll achieve to immortality on this plane, right, is mm -hmm. remembrance. Yeah. That's the closest thing. That's it. They still study Shakespeare in high school and plays and all those mm -hmm. things. That dude hasn't been around for, I, I, don't, I don't have the fucking encyclopedia in front of me, but yeah. it, it's been a good 400 years, I would say, yeah. you know, and if, if that number's off, it's not by off by much, but, right. but we still know that name's name, you know, yeah. as far in, as... In a good light, too, yeah. and that's the important part, yeah. you're going to remember Jeff Bezos for a little while. <laughs> yeah. But there's been greedy motherfuckers that have come before him. The Rockefellers come to mind, you know. Is yeah. But but it's that idea of like you had this chance to change the fucking world, and instead you built up this fleeting empire that really was only to the benefit of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really you know going back to the question of what's inside their heads. I think they're just empire builders, and I think they get hung up on that. And I think that's where the endorphin rush Could comes be. from. And I think you know buying another company out or rolling out their next billion or whatever have you is for them their next line of coke or whatever yeah. you know what i mean like they Probably get so. they get yeah. high off that shit and becomes like this addiction to to be this empire builder mm. right without ever even thinking about legacy or anything else because you're so wrapped up in your own fucking ego that you never think about oh shit like generations matter yeah, you know yeah there's something else beyond this that, yeah, yeah. absolutely his his wife divorced him right and she <clears throat> became the world's biggest philanthropist in a matter of years right so he could mm -hmm. be doing that same shit she, yeah she got less money than what he's got in the whole grand scheme yeah, of things I mean, right yeah, and man. and she knows it and she can't give it away fast enough i saw this little blip by uh i follow dan price on uh on twitter right mm -hmm. and he had sent this blip out that was like yeah she gave away like 1.8 billion dollars which props to her for that like that's an incredible number like you're yeah. doing you're doing some real shit when you're giving away 1.8 billion dollars yeah. you know yeah <laughs> uh, a lot of that money went to historically black colleges which uh you know if you know me i'm like yeah we we need to help the black community out in right. america and help uplift you yeah. know so to me, that that money went to a, a great place, right? To to um, trying to go towards the right sources, you mm -hmm. know, as far as really making a difference, and not just uh, you know that bullshit tax write off kind of game right. that a lot of charities. She, she didn't go become. build a smaller yacht. No, okay. man, I'm gonna stop cracking yacht jokes throughout the whole podcast. You really, you really really on that yacht, man? Like, I just want to see that shit sink. Um, <laughs> but no, that's that kind of yeah. I don't know. That that definitely says something about her. You know, I'd look at her in a better light. Yeah, absolutely. Know. Well, because she, you know, she divorced the motherfucker, right? She's like, mm -hmm. damn, fuck you. Uh, I'm gonna go do some good with this money, right? Yeah. But she gave away the 1.8 billion, right? Mm -hmm. And now she's got more money than what she started out with funny how that happens yeah because when you got that kind of money that you can work on interest like it's fucking crazy you yeah. know and i'm sure she's been smart with it yeah. yeah well and that's the other thing too right is that i want to help give people guidance on the financial tip you know okay. and that's something i came into this one to kind of talk to you about right okay. uh well, it, have you seen what's going on with uh, Shiba Inu lately i haven't it's yeah. ironic that you want to talk about that i've been ignoring <laughs> the stock market and financial stuff kind of heavy lately yeah which um, which but, in, in a way is not a bad thing right because right now you want to just in my own mind buy that shit up and forget it that it exists yeah. for a couple of years as far yeah. as that goes so th it's interesting though so this is what they're doing uh or at least was what's being discussed right is that they're going to start rolling out 
uh, metaverse real estate. Oh, you know? I'm in, dude. <laughs> oh, you say metaverse, I'm in. Uh, you know, when you can't figure out actual reality, just dive into a different one. <laughs> fuck, dude. Now, the proposition of it is scary as fuck, right? Okay. But this is the idea. They're selling uh, real estate. Mm-hmm. You can buy up the real estate with Ethereum, right? Okay. But once you buy that real estate, you can then upgrade it by burning Shiba Inu tokens. Oh, wow. And so, if you're sitting on a shitload of those right now, all you have to do is wait for the crackhead kind of transactional upgrades because Mm -hmm. going back to the small ego shit, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that once that token starts getting burned up, because that's the problem now, is that there's too much of it out there, right? Okay. But once that starts getting burnt up, that value is going to start increasing. Right? Scarcity, basically. Right, because they finally created scarcity within that dollar frame, right? Because mm-hmm. right now there's like, you know, 50 gazillion yeah, <laughs> coins like out there, whatever. It's like oversaturated. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's a flooded <laughs> market, right? But if you've got some and you're just sitting on them, like keep on sitting on them and just wait because... I have no doubt, you know, it's going to get to around, like, you know, say 30 cents to a dollar, right? And I'm sitting on 11 million of the jokers I will right so now. <laughs> fucking cash out and buy a yacht. <laughs> you know, like, so that, that's, that's the other thing. So, like, <clears throat> say you're in uh, a situation where you've got an unending amount of money, mm-hmm. right? If, if you were going to con- start constructing the world that you wanted to see, right? Okay. What would you do with that money? What would be some of the first things you do? I mean, I would take... Okay, so I, this is not well thought out. I would... Let's see if this works. Let's it's off the cuff. It's off the cuff, man. Go for it. Dice here. <laughs> yeah, man. I would, um, I would... I would do... Okay, I would take a portion of it, just enough to come up with some idea... To uh, to make um, like a viral event. Okay. Okay. The only money that I would spend is to make an, a fucking viral event, and that would be like probably getting some YouTubers or whatever the fuck, some celebrities. <laughs> and the event would be uh, it'd be hyped up. Okay. Right. And uh, but it would be secretive. Like mm. I wouldn't tell you what the fucking event would, but everybody would be talking about it. You gotta get all the eyes, all the attention. <laughs> And the actual event would be destroying the fucking money. The rest of the money. Oh, shit. Because it doesn't fucking matter. None of that shit is the answer. It's going back to the beginning. The answer is inside. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, we, we don't need money to do all this shit. We need everybody to realize that we can fix all this ourselves. Like, the existing structure, the political, the politics, all that shit, it, it we don't need all of that. What we need is everybody to be on the same wavelength that, like, this, like, peaceful thing can exist without any of the current structure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, like, it, but everybody has to be on the same page for it to work. All the pieces have to be moving in harmony. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I would pinch a little bit off to buy a yacht. But besides that... <laughs> you really want that yacht, uh, bro? You really want that yacht? <laughs> I would burn the shit on the yacht and then the yacht. <laughs> there you go. That's how I would set that bitch for sale. Sink you know? it with a cannon, you know, because if you had, like, that long trailing shot that, like... 
Because you know you've got the masses all looking up at it, and it you know trails across the sky, yeah. and then hits that motherfucker. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, it, it reminds me kind of that scene from The Dark Knight when the Joker burns that fucking pile of money, and all those gangsters are just like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Like he yeah. was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm operating on a level you bitches can't reach." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so, yeah, man, that shit is cool. Yeah. It, it, it's a, I mess. Uh, there's this it's it's kind of a, a battling idea inside my own head when it comes to the money aspect of it okay. right yeah. because the money does make everything currently move you know okay. and you want to motivate people to do some shit like under the current constructs right there better right. be some money involved otherwise you're going to have a lot of unmotivated motherfuckers you know I, what i mean I think, like, totally i get it i get it i i think that's because People see the way that things do operate and don't understand that it can operate like sort of like in a different realm or or uh, like a different paradigm. There needs to be a paradigm shift. It doesn't have to be like this. Yes, if if things change, like if, you know, if, if the end goal is to raise wages and everybody can afford a new car and a new house and shit, and then okay, that works. But that's not to me a long-term solution it's just an, it'll all eventually fall apart again because we forgot to erase inflation you know like that's still a fucking piece of the puzzle damn it we didn't think about that so we're starting all over we'll try again in 2000 years you know like <laughs> right. absolutely uh, i i think that it's it's um it's like a mind thing you know it's um opening up the eyes to a a different a completely different way of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Not that I have the answers to all that, but like that's that's the that's like the doorway that needs to open. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. You got to and it does come from within, man, cuz when you when it talks about happiness, cuz people will ask me a lot of times like, "Motherfucker, why are you always smiling, happy, that kind of mm -hmm. thing, right?" And it's because it's within myself, right? I, I don't look for it in outside things. I'm not yeah. terribly uh, impressed nor wanting of like a bunch of materialistic shit you know mm -hmm. like because it doesn't really do anything for me you know it's yeah. like yeah i've got it so the fuck what you know it's yeah. it's nice whoop-de-doo whatever you know yeah. and you know i like nice shit you know i'm not immune from it but at the same time i'm not really driven by it right for yeah. me it's more about thought and how we relate to each other that matters so much more you know i really have just craved like positive experience you know because those are the things that even after they're gone you can take with you forever you know mm -hmm. like like i've been to jamaica right and standing in that caribbean water like green emerald green and like you yeah. can see down a hundred feet like it's nothing you know and mm -hmm. once you've experienced that it can never be taken away you know you've had it right, right. and it, it's, it's not gonna like deteriorate like whatever a new uh, fucking ipad yeah, would eventually yeah, whatever it might be exactly you know? it can't be trashed you know what yeah. i mean something that i can take with me forever you know yeah. and at the same time it's something that you know who knows what happens when you die right mm -hmm. I, I don't fucking claim to know you know i've i've got theories and or you know wishes for it as far as how it plays out yeah. right but uh but those experiences even if there is something beyond this realm you know is something that you can take with you you know there's a possibility um, that that happens yeah um yeah this is another thing i think about a lot too um because what brought me into this state recently was um like has to do with death and dying and 
like a fear of eternity, basically. Mm. Um, which is again, it's a, that's a whole strange thing. But uh, I recently realized that that was a, one of the first fears or uh, that I had as a child. Okay, was that fear? Um, and I, I've since combated that, which is why, uh, or figured out the answer to that for myself, which is why I'm able to talk about that without like losing my shit uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it, got um because yeah um so thinking about um you just here by accident and you die and you go into the ground and that's the end of it is what a lot of people think what ha is what happens and it could i don't fucking know it could be what happens yeah, absolutely but it's one possibility in an, an existence that has infinite possibilities so, what, you could be reincarnated, um, you could be, we, we could all be on some fucking path where we're, we're here as a test, and you're, I, I believe this is like, I don't know if it's Hindu or Buddhism or fucking Indian or what it is, but like, uh, one of them thinks that you reincarnate until you've, your soul has figured it out, yeah. and then you go to Nirvana, yeah. you know what I mean, or heaven. Um, I said this when we were kicking it uh, like a week or two ago like who knows you could die and your soul could be spat out of a galactical fucking pussy as its own <laughs> its own universe and shit you know like, uh, like I just listed off two or three possibilities so the fact that there's only one possibility to think that there's only one possibility like we don't know yeah. you know so I, I don't want to get too hinged on and especially don't want to dwell on like oh this is it because literally nobody knows. Yeah, any, anybody that comes with that mindset hasn't thought about the situation long enough in my mind, right? Like, yeah. if if you're definitive about what happens when we're not here anymore, like it's you haven't yeah. thought about it long enough, or maybe you have, you know, and that you just unchanged or, in, or you had some in, divine intervention in, and you do know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's also a possibility. Also a possibility, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I gotta say, of all the. Uh, pictures or it didn't happen (laughs) (laughs) real talk (laughs) you know but of all the possibilities that people talk about you know uh, I tend to think that reincarnation probably makes the most sense to me you Mm -hmm. know just from a logical standpoint and who's to say that's really the case who fucking knows you know But, but the idea kind of like when you look at how expansive the universe is, right, mm-hmm. and all the galaxies out there, and yeah. all the billions of stars that uh, that are within that galaxy, and the trillions of planets that are rotating around there, it, there's a lot of different possibilities, right? So depending on Infinite. what's really might as well be, right? Yeah. It, if you can count it, the number's got a shitload of zeros in it, right, you know, or yeah. a lot of commas, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> so if with that being the case there's really anywhere that you might end up on the next life that you have right Mm -hmm. everybody kind of wants to say that it's stuck there on earth you know and even even when you think about that that is only dealing with the things that you comprehend in this current state right so so now you're on like at best the fourth dimension right where Mm -hmm. you've got the combination of 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 space and time right and so if there's dimensions above that, right? Which, because, like, imagine if you traveled at the speed of thought. Okay. 
right? So like you think about anything and then you would be at that it's point. Yeah, well, you're there instantly, okay. right? So coffee shop in Belgium, boom, boom, there. there there you are. Yeah. Like, what what do you want to order? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, this this coffee's good. Let's go get some sushi in Japan. Boom, there you are. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's there. Like, so if you're operating, like, in a higher dimension within this realm, mm-hmm. I imagine it would be something like that, right? Yeah. But, but then, now, if you're on a fourth and fifth dimension, beyond what we could possibly comprehend in this current state, right. what's that look like, right? What's... What's what's it look like when you've taken infinite possibilities and then squared it, you know, yeah. or, or cubed it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like we, we don't know what we don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So to act like you know is kind of, uh, is that ignorant? Yeah. Or? It's, it's, it's bullheaded, if nothing else, yeah. right? And well, the mind, really... the mind tries to find answers for things. It's kind of natural to... Um, to try to, you know, if you think, if you're a conscious person and you're thinking about these kinds of things, um, you can go into like tailspins and shit, trying to figure things out, you know, if you dwell on it too much. And, and that's some of the shit that's happened to me that, that, I mean, to go back and forth, it's caused depression, it's caused anxiety. And, uh, I've kind of summed it up to, um, if I don't want to live my life in a state of depression and anxiety, I need to not try to figure out the unknown Mm -hmm. um and you know (laughs) that's just a weird thing where like my mind uh it would just like dwell on trying to figure things out that are impossible and to me i just kind of came to the conclusion one day that like this is just the universe telling you you're wasting your time Mm -hmm. you know um thinking about um the the edge where's the edge of the universe you know like where does that end where does time end all these things um it's fucking it's very weird it can get weird and it can get uh like it's just unexplainable i I think there was like a a yogi or some shit that said like if you were able to see the edge of the universe you would just be looking at yourself like Mm. you would be there kind of like if you go to the coffee shop and shit you know or or wherever yeah um so what's the point of trying to go there like the point is to come back to center to come back to right now yeah and like everything is pointing to the here and the now so you should be fucking enjoying the here and the now that's why it's called the present the present <laughs> hey unwrap that shit it's the gift right yeah it's funny how words a lot of times will have that layered meaning and we never really think about what it's saying when it's saying it right but but the now is all you're ever really given like you're mm-hmm. you're that you know because i, I kind of look at it I, i've always had that idea that separation is an illusion right like everything is connected to everything yeah. and everybody is connected to everyone mm-hmm. right and that, which also goes into the like the positive energy kind of thing is that i can't do damage or inflict punishment on anyone that i'm not ultimately inflicting upon myself right mm-hmm. and so if i'm not into self-mutilation and and whatever the fuck that kind of behavior is right yeah. then why would i bring harm to anybody else because really i'm doing that to myself in the end yeah. you know yeah and That's- and I try to like go through life like operating on that understanding, right? Mm-hmm. And so I try not to bring uh, negative energy to anybody if I can help it, yeah. you know. And not to say that I don't falter, like I'm fucking human, like everybody yeah. else, you know. Yeah. Is but but it's, it's flawed as fuck. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> I, I am flawed yeah, as fuck. But yeah, that's like, that's a real you know. energy that that can spread, not only externally but internally. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Positive or negative, 
you know, like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm on the same page with you there, even to the level of, like, um, as silly as this is, like, um, like, looking people in the eye when you walk past them, someone you don't know, Yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that are just looking at the ground, whatever it might be, it's cell like, phone. there's, there's an, <laughs> cell phone, there's an awkwardness there, especially, uh, I feel like it's gotten worse with the pandemic, separation of people, and uh, I've made like a conscious effort to like I'm looking everybody in the fucking eye. If they don't look back, it's cool. But if they do, I'm gonna say what's up. Hey, well, you know, yeah. how you doing, human? Like I'm fucking here with you, and things are like it's gonna be okay. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Just trying to spread that vibe, you know. Yeah, man, it's it's important to bring that positive energy. Like when you go out into the world, you know, at least like I think it is, anyways. You know, yeah. like of, of having that with you, and that's something I've always tried to to carry and been about for for a really long time you know i don't know remember when i first came to that realization you know it's um i, I used to be very uh interested in religions from all over you know mm -hmm. like looking for answers you know yeah. what i mean of like, i'm going down you know, a bit of that path now yeah you know of yeah. trying to trying to find it because you know this, this kind of goes back to something i talked about on the first podcast but nobody prays to the second place god right mm. yeah <laughs> And it, it it becomes this thing of division because, you know, your book didn't say what my book said and that kind of thing. But everybody is going back to what they believe is the source, right, right. In, in their, you know, uh, religious, spiritual practices, mm -hmm. right? They're always trying to go back to what they think is the source of creation and, and the energy that that comes from that, yep. you know, and so it's silly to fight about because if they everybody took a step back and really asked themselves, you know, what what are you doing with this? What what do you hope to get from that? Then, you know, they would realize that the, it's all going back to the same thing, yep. and to fight over it is just silly because it's just like books and names and, and those kinds of things, yeah, right? Which the source predates all of that, you know, yeah. if it's out there, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so a lot, of, a lot of books and names, which have been mistranslated as well and things like that uh, on top of it, you know, pieces are missing throughout time. And, you know, it's like, if I had the original fucking book of anything and I knew that that was like the true thing, like I'd be interested in reading that, Absolutely. you know, but, but yeah, I think even that comes from whatever this source is, you know, Absolutely. um, I've I've always likened it to a mirror, right? And if you put all the religions together, you'd have this reflection of the source, right? Mm, okay. And the mirror was taken and shattered, right? And everybody got a shard, you know, all, yeah, across yeah. the globe kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And they look at it and they'd be like, oh, I got this piece of glass. This is God right here, right? And they're not wrong, you know what I mean? Right. Like. But they don't hold the complete picture, right? But yeah. they never see beyond the shard kind yeah. of thing, yeah. you know? I feel that. Yeah. And that's that's really how I've always kind of viewed religion on Earth is essentially like everybody's got their piece of glass and they swear it's the one, you know? And they're mm -hmm. and again, yeah. they're not wrong. It's just not complete, you yeah. know? And, and even that glass is still can only contain so much, right? Because you're still operating with a human mind that can only comprehend so much. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, it all comes back to that. Uh, you're, you're trying to fathom the unfathomable, you know? Like, mm -hmm. if, if this is an energy that's willed universes and planets and all of existence and the way that your body functions on a molecular level into being, right? If, it, yeah. if this source created all of that and the dimensions that we can't see... Don't tell me you've got a firm, firm grasp on completely understanding yeah, that source. Yeah. Because <laughs> maybe, maybe enough to get through this life, you know. Yeah. But is there more than that? And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you just think about like, 
I always go, maybe it's, I don't know, I go down the path of like, was this shit done on, was some of this done on purpose, you know, like, or hit things hidden from people. I, I think that every human being is way more powerful than they've been led to believe. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a deep one, but <laughs> we, 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 we like deep diving, man. You keep, you've you got to think like, isn't there, there has to be more meaning to this than like clocking in and clocking out and paying your fucking bills, right? Oh yeah. The, the construct is, is fucked, right? The, yeah. con the construct is designed to benefit the hands of the very few. And it's, mm -hmm. and that's been the way for a long fucking time. Right. Yeah. And, and I often think, well, where did that divergence happen? Right. Where, and it, it happened. It has to do with people wanting to control for somebody other than themselves. It happened when that bitch ate that apple, dude. <laughs> and now I got a fucking cell phone bill. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no. But you know, there. He, he, when I look at the, like the Bible, right? Like mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is allegory, right? And okay. in the terms of allegory, you can find a lot of knowledge there. The I think what gets people into trouble is when they think one they take it literal what's in there right yeah and it can only be literal and they start defending their own shard right mm -hmm. and like this is the fucking one right here this is this is the only one that matters this yeah. piece yeah this piece like yeah but we got this shard over here like fuck your shard fuck right. your shard this this is the only one that but matters if you put them right? together they kind of fucking align <laughs> and shit yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> well and that's the thing right they don't look for commonality which is kind of going back to what we we're talking about earlier right is that if if you focused on what was the unifying themes and the things that all relate right you'd mm -hmm. get to a much better spot than focusing on wherever the differences happen to be yeah. right because the differences are largely cultural they're uh you know akin to that location of wherever it mm -hmm. came from you know yeah. it came from a different people in a different mindset that related to the world in a different kind of way you know and so the religion spoke best to them from wherever it came from right yeah. and because if it didn't speak to the people in that area you wouldn't know about it'd it anymore useless. it'd be gone yeah. right it, it wouldn't be remembered and because it's not remembered it's not immortalized you know because yeah. i feel that because yeah. the idea is the only thing that lives on in the grand scheme mm -hmm. of it all you know and yeah. so on the uh, literal tip there's also like things that are put into like story form so that they can be passed down from generation to generation and then like you might read that shit now and be like this makes no fucking sense i don't understand like why is this so encoded you know like i'm trying to figure this out and it's just it's, it's like a story about it. whatever it could be you know yeah i wish there was like a modern translation of some of the stuff that, you know the the modern translation though right would be to disregard all of it like to find the commonality and the truth within it mm -hmm. and use that and then disregard the rest right disregard yeah. anything that leads to hatred or division because neither of those serve anybody in the grand scheme of things that's right? true that's true you know it's a uh, going kind of on the mm -hmm. bruce lee's tip you know he had uh the jeet kune do uh, aspect of fighting was to take was was useful and disregard the rest mm -hmm. right and i think that same principle can be applied to pretty much anything in life you know it's like yeah, it, it hold on to the essence of what really makes sense and anything else that's that leads to anything that's to a negative mindset or uh, actions anything right just disregard that shit doesn't do you any good yeah. you know it's yeah why would you 
You wouldn't need any of that. You wouldn't need it. And you would realize how pointless and silly any of that stuff is, you know? And mm-hmm. and I see it used in a lot of ways, right? It, and this kind of touches on uh, where we're talking about uh, when, when it came to interpretations and such, right? Mm-hmm. Like the idea of homosexuality being sin and that kind of thing, right? Is a fairly recent translation that didn't start showing up in Bibles till around the 1860s or so, somewhere around there, right? Okay. And that it led, it was a uh, mistranslation that had led to it. The terminology, if you go back far enough into the original text, wasn't referring to homosexuality, not a man laying with another man, but a man laying with another boy, right? Okay. And so it was pedophilia that was the sin mm. and not homosexuality, right? And, okay. and so. Yeah. And, and that becomes like the source of hatred, right? Which is, again, useless because, you know, if you're of open-mindedness, you would realize that's just who somebody's born as, right? right. And why would yeah. you be mad at you being born a certain way? You know, it would be, it would be like people hating me because I was born left-handed, right? I don't yeah. view that. You're left-handed? In, I am left-handed. Fucking get out of here, dude. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things of like, man, like, it would feel really fucking silly if people were like, oh, fuck you, left-hander, get out of here, right? right? And yeah. it'd just be like... I no, mean, dude, uh, racism. Yeah, it's all of that shit, Complete right? Complete fucking, yeah. And the root of all of it is is hatred and division, you know what I yeah. mean? And it's it's a tool used, right? Because it's uh, something to steer society and structures a certain way and to help maintain control of people. Because if you keep people fighting amongst themselves... Right, mm-hmm. they're never going to look up and really start to address what the real fucking problem is, yeah. and the real oh. pr- problem is a dis- uneven distribution of resources in a way that it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people are homeless. Like it, it, you know, it's in cancel culture and all these things that are going on in society today. People are pissed off at all the wrong things, right? Yeah. Like, there, there's people that have been brought to justice, you know, shout out to Harvey Weinstein's fat ass in prison. Right, like, right. We should have kept it in that realm uh, of, like, he, taking out people that needed he, to be taken out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because that guy deserved what the fuck he got, you yeah. know? If not more. Like, uh, right. I, I kind of on a... You know, I know cruel and unusual punishment is anti-constitutional, you know, but I'm on, like, some eye-for-the-eye shit when I think about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, we should wait 20 years or so so that no DNA evidence pops up that exonerates an innocent guy from being guilty, right? Mm-hmm. Let enough time for that stuff to play out. And then once you hit to, like, the 20, 30-year mark when you've given enough time for that kind of stuff to come to light, if it's been trampled on, uh, bring that motherfucker in the room, let him get ass raped till, <laughs> till the yeah. end. You know what I mean? Like, Thank you for your patience. <laughs> uh, it's time for your appointment. And and then you think about it, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm okay with that, right? I think maybe yeah. some of that is needed, right? Because I think all the wrong people are in prison to begin with because so much relation to the drug war and that mm-hmm. bullshit, you know? Right. Um, but, you know, maybe there should be a little bit more fear installed in motherfuckers of like, man, if I go do this harm, to somebody else, it's going to eventually happen to me if I get caught, right? Because yeah. maybe that might be enough of a deterrent to actually change shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like public hanging type of shit. That's oh, don't want to. I don't want that to be me. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, c- circling back though with yeah. the con- the cancel culture, right? It, it kind of the original point I was looking to make there is that in being pissed off at all these things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, we're not pissed off that there's billionaires and people starving on the same fucking planet. 
And to me, that's like that's the greatest fucking just like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, you know. I, I think we are pissed off about that. Just what do we do about it? it well, yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that one. I think yeah. a lot of people suffer in silence, in that anger, in that knowing that this world is fucked up in that sense, right? Yeah. That we allow that shit to happen, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if you suffer in an individual little pod, you know, of your home your life out in the country or wherever the fuck it may, it may be, right? Mm -hmm. If you suffer in that area and never start vocalizing it and coming together with that voice, yeah. it, change won't happen, you know? And, yeah. like, that's that's a big part of, like, the continued conversation that I have yeah. here is trying to bring people's attention to that fact and so that we can all come together yeah. and push yes. for those changes that must come, you know, if we're ever to really steer this planet to seeing the one that we want to be mm -hmm. and bring in that heaven on earth that right now you can only exist in the visualizations in your mind, you know, right. as far as I know. Yeah, there's a lot of that, like, coming together that that needs to happen. I mean, from, if you look at politics, the division between left and right, especially over the last couple of years, all that stuff that's happened... Um, it's just really divided people, you know, people get sucked into like ideologies and this is my team, this is your team, fuck your team, all, all that kind of shit. There's all kinds of division happening everywhere and I, I don't know what the answer is to, maybe it has to go to the extreme before people start to wake up because I've, within the last year, just started telling people like, I'm uh, like, I guess more of a centrist you know, there's there's good like talking points and things that could act, that could come from both sides. Um, you know, yeah, that's, that that could go deep, but <laughs> but you know, I used to just be like hardcore Democrat, fuck the Republicans, you know. But also like Republicans used to be more respectable than they are nowadays. But does that make every single one of them bad? Like, yeah, you know, they look bad from what I'm seeing on the media and and things that that they've done. I'm not giving anybody a free pass here, but like. The cancel culture shit is far left. Yeah. Right? Right. So, I just feel like in the ebb of flow of things, we're, at, we're in a state where, like, things have to start coming back together. Or, I mean, they could divide even more, but do you really want that, you know, like? Like, like, I have family members that I love dearly, but I'm like, man, I do not agree with, like, your, the way that, like, the fucking memes that you post about politics, and... Well, and that's the thing, right? It gets boiled down to a meme, and it's not real thought behind a lot of that, or dissection of why you believe what you believe, right? Yeah. And I think that you should be able to sit down and have a conversation with a person that you do disagree with, and be civil about it, right? I think that's totally. I think that's missing a lot in public discourse, right? Mm -hmm. um, is that it gets very heated very quickly, and it turns into a shouting match. And if we're shouting at each other, we can't hear what each other is saying at all. Yeah, you know, totally. And you know, and watching some of the videos and seeking out kind of viewpoints different from my own. Because I want to kind of like get an idea of like where people are really coming from, right? Not mm -hmm. not of the shouting match, kind of wrestling match bullshit that it's kind of turned into lately, yeah. right? But where's it really come from, right? And that's kind of where I touch back on to the constrained versus unconstrained worldviews, right? Which is really the definition between left and right, and starting to really define that. Because if you have a better definition of what those things are, then you can say, okay. 
I can see where you come from. I may not agree with it, but I can see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. And then, and then getting mm-hmm. that understanding allows you to really, you know, expand on the viewpoints of it and, and really get down to the heart of the matter, right? Because if we can get to the heart of the matter of what you're talking about versus what I'm talking about, and then find it in the middle. And I don't know if it's uh, centrist is what I'd put that right, uh, because I don't think the the coming together of those two ideas i don't know if that's where the solution is at either right i think could be something totally uh, different uh, no one's seeing exactly i I don't i I think the solution that we're all looking for hasn't been formulated enough to really it's that paradigm absolutely earn the fucking money (laughs) (laughs) but the money see the the thing with uh, and i'm with you in a large degree right the money is pointless in the sense that it's not going to buy you happiness you have to find that happiness within yourself and if you're not happy within yourself all the money in the world is not going to change your situation uh but at the same time money could release uh, a lot of people from the stresses oh, yeah. that they feel from day-to-day yeah. existence right and that stress and dealing with that shit certainly could keep people from being in a happy mind state of, of totally. getting to a state of happiness totally. you know it's, it's like so. is it the answer to its own problem you know, but like, yeah, dude. Oh. So the it's problem a- is like people have choice, which is a good thing and a bad thing. But like, you know, if they were presented with like, okay, here's a bundle of money to get rid of your problem so that you have time to really look inward, whatever it might be, yeah. to find true happiness and see you know, what what the world could be. And the answer to that could be now you don't need money at all because you've had time to, you know, it's just like a rough example of what it sounds like you're saying. Well, I think it's a stage kind of thing, right? Like, it would be great if we eventually freed ourselves from the shackles of needing money for everything mm-hmm. and that everybody was provided for if you automated a lot of the remedial tasks that really nobody wants to do because, you know, yeah. you might be a great toilet scrubber. And if you are, and that's where you're at right now in life, more power to you because nobody wants to go sitting on a fucking stinky ass toilet right right that goes back to that universal respect tip that i'm on i think everybody should be acknowledged and respected right um but if we never so but that money construct is i think a lot of people would rather just not do it at all right it'd be better if the those toilets were clean and nobody had to do it as a person right and so you if you automate everything that you can and then free people up to do other shit, right? And then lift them up. I think eventually you could come up with a society where money didn't exist, but I think it takes baby steps to eventually yeah, get sure. there, you know? Yeah. And so... I thought we could just turn the faucet off and be done with it, you know? <laughs> Right. <laughs> and so that's kind of the question, though, right? It's like, all right, if we can define where we want to be long-term, right, let's reverse engineer the solution totally, to yeah. see, okay, what's the next steps that we need to take as a society to yep. move things forward, yep. right? Where 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 do we need to be right now to help people out, you know? Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes back into that investing tip is like if you know how to smartly move your money and avoid a lot of the money traps that happen, you can have yourself better set financially. And in doing so, you can also free yourself to think of shit that right now is uh, occupied by just stressful situations and never being able to see beyond it, right? So that right. we can start looking at solutions to start building up uh consenting opinions and finding common ground and start moving together in unison to those goals that we want to get to collectively anyways you're gonna change the world with this podcast (laughs) that's all i gotta say fucking turn it off we're done no dude like 
Yeah, I, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking like, okay, that what's the root of that? The fucking education system, which I know you've got <laughs> thoughts on, you know, and it, that's that's a piece of reverse engineering that, right? Our education system is fucked. Oh, it's fucked. You it's, know? it's fucked. And, you know, I deal with that with my daughter now, right? Mm -hmm. Because I want her to do good, but I don't know why I want her to do good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I, I... Well, because she, oh, she's you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, right. She's a piece of you. Exactly. And so, uh, you know, I want her to do well enough to where she can keep on with the same group of friends that she has mm -hmm. and not being held back. But me and the wife will kind of, we don't fight over it, right? But there's just disagreement there because, you know, she wants her to do great and you're going to go to college and all these things. And I, I look at where my daughter's strong points are and where she's weak mm -hmm. at and have an honest conversation mm -hmm. with myself. I'm like, you know, college may not be the best path for that girl in life, you know? Like, yeah, it's not for everybody. Well, and she's a phenomenal writer. Right, like my daughter is really good at writing. Like what? Okay. Like when I read what she writes, like in stories and shit, like she's really good. Yeah. Like, well, she's she, she's you. So. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know, like that's that's the real thing, though, right? Yeah. Like the, we pass on those traits and those kinds yeah. of things, you know. And she's got writing better at her age than where I was at at, at that same age. You As, know what I mean? Things at, like that are always surprising, but also to be expected, right? Like. We are still advancing as a society on, on some level. Um, yeah, like like college is definitely not for everybody. I feel like I know where you're going with this, which is like school should be more tailored to each individual, at least a little bit more, right? Like, oh, I, I think a lot more. I well, think definitely a lot more. But I was, you know, going back to baby steps, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, but there there should start to be options as far as where, like, if you're interested in a certain thing, mm -hmm. that you can go and tell somebody. Hey, I'm interested in this, right? Yeah. The next step beyond that is where the system itself starts to identify it really early and starts nurturing it just as soon as it's identified, basically, yeah. right? So that by the time that you graduate out of high school, you've got a full realization of what your strengths really are and all the options that are available to you because you're so strong in a particular area. And, yeah. And also that you love doing it, right? Because that's a big part of it, too, is that you should wake up and love what you do in an ideal world. world. Here we go yeah. back to happiness again. Yeah. You know, like, and that just fucking feeds back into your life, you know. Yeah. Decades of doing something you're not happy about, or happy doing. Um, damn, I was going to say something, and I fucking, there it goes, dude. Um, oh, no, like, so what we're doing now is teaching kids to... Uh, pass the star tests so that they can get funding for their school, you know, like... Yeah, the, the actual education of the child is completely disregarded in that process, right? right? It's like, once again, burn the fucking money. Yeah. You know? Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Why, why, how do, it boggles my mind to go, how the fuck did that get instituted everywhere? Federal funding. You know, like, it, it was, just greed. Yeah, the money became the motivation, right? The, mm -hmm. Like, oh shit, we gotta get the star test or we're not gonna get the money. If we don't have the money, we can't teach the kids. But we can't teach the kids because we need to pass this test so we can get the money. Vicious fucking cycle mm -hmm. that never really gets anywhere, yeah. right? It gets and, that, that particular generation of people that was greedy and put that into place what they wanted, which is to satisfy their greed temporarily, maybe, but future generations are screwed. 
Well, and if you look at it, like those greedy motherfuckers don't send their kids to public school. Of course not. Why would they? <laughs> yeah. Why the would system, they? The system we put in place is fucked up. Why would I send my kid there? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. I'm busy fucking up for future generations so that I can stay right. perched atop, right. you know, as yeah. far And so we allow the wrong motherfuckers to make decisions over and over again, you know. And so it's, yeah. and so the decision making has to be. Uh, you you have to take it out of their hands, and the only way to take it out of their hands is by a strength in numbers, because it, it can't be for the money game. We're not winning there, you know. Right. As the mass, I mean, we tried on January sixth, <laughs> dude. And, you know, we gave it our best, <laughs> but no. Uh, a lot of intelligent people don't want to be in these positions. Is another thing too. Like I, I don't know anybody who wants to be a politician to to deal with all of these issues. You know, you'd be fighting against like a huge wave. Yeah, of people on the, you know, pushing the other way or whatever, but um, that that in itself is a problem too. You, to me, you have to chip around the edges, right? Like, if you're like, I'm going to build this coalition of voters, and now we're going to elect a president. Like, no, the fuck you're not. Like, yeah. now now you're operating under a falsehood and uh, yeah. unreal expectations for yourself, right? Uh, it's more like let me. Let me get this core of voters together, and we can appoint a railroad commissioner or those kinds of things. You start chipping away at those small offices, right? And when you do that, you give validation to the voting group that you have, right? Both in obtaining new membership and then also in having politicians start to take notice, right? And then as you win more and more offices, you move inwards and upwards as far as that goes. Yeah. Start getting more and more important offices elected and then have more and more politicians and people conversating, right? And you got to infiltrate. Infiltrate. You have to build, you have to if you're going to break the system, you have to do it from the inside out. You're not going to be able to oppose it, right? Because mm. you'll get fucking squashed. Like yeah. they're going to send in the national guard, there's going to be fucking bloodshed, there's going to be people dying. It's going to make the nightly news cycle for about a fucking week at most and then it's going to go right back to the right. same bullshit that we've been dealing with before, you know? Yeah. And so you have to approach it different. And you have to approach it by a nonviolent means, right? Because uh, anything else is just going to end badly, right? Yeah, it, it's, it, yeah. it, and it's the thing too of right. If you want positivity, right, in the world, you can't you can't grow positivity out of negativity, right? It, I mean, it, yeah, and a lot of positive things happen in negative situations, right? It's not mm -hmm. to say that the the flower still doesn't grow, kind of thing, right? But but as far as from a national policy and grow is a is a real movement, it, it has to be by positive means to obtain whatever it is that you're looking for. Yeah, you know? Totally, because yeah, I mean, I I just I'm trying to imagine a movement that is positive to the level that it's infectious, yeah. where you're like, hell yeah, this is what I want to be a part of. Like uh, I'm on board with this a thousand percent. You know, it would take something like that. Yeah, absolutely. You have you have to speak to the people that don't vote at all. That's really the key. Because you mentioned the Republicans, Democrats, you yeah. know, dichotomy and the fighting that happens. When you think about that, though, that that dichotomy and that discussion 
is really happening with 40% of the population. Mm -hmm. Because the other 60% don't give a fuck either care. way. Yeah, I'm not going to change it. Give yeah, up. It's, it's apathy, it's disbelief, it's lack of faith in the system itself. You know, mm -hmm. it's there, there's a lot of subsets within that 60%, uh, but it's definitely a 60%-ish type number that doesn't give a fuck about what that other 40% are talking about. So yeah. now you've got 40% of the population, right? And 20% of... On each side, butting heads repeatedly, right? Making decisions for for, the, for everybody, yeah, yeah. for everybody, and it, it's it, we're it's a bullshit paradigm, you know. Yeah. And, and so, if we're ever to bring real solutions to the fucking table and move things forward, we have to get away from that shit. We have to, because because there's no change that's going to come from that, because it's all it's circular bullshit. And, thought, yeah, I'm so on the same page with you, dude. <laughs> I thought about this the other day. Um, how do you does that have to happen within a lifetime a single person's lifetime because are you kind of just does it keep is it able to continue perpetuating because this is like a slow move such a slow moving process you know what i mean correct correct so so you uh well i don't know you're i'm in i'm 40 yeah right uh like Best case scenario, I'm halfway there. Uh, right, right. right. <clears throat> and before halfway, I could give a fuck less about a lot of this stuff, right? <laughs> so you get to a point in, in life, if you are lucky enough, if I can use the word enlightened, if you're lucky enough to be enlightened enough to see these things, or, or conscious enough, rather, to see these things and then want to make a change... And you're already like, I'm just speaking for myself. I'm, yeah. fucking, I'm fucking forty, right? Yeah. So like, speak for so yourself. Like, it's like if I if I live till eighty, like, how would I make this change? Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to get at. Like, does it have to happen in some person or a group of people's lifetime to make that change? People that have seen the bullshit and know that there's this is a cyclical thing, and you're, this is fucking wave that's going up and down and it's not going to stop. We have to we have to fucking change this type of shit, you know. Because the next generation's not seeing the wave, right? Right. It, you you have to kind of start them off at like a higher level. Like let's elevate the thought yeah. pa uh, patterns in the collective consciousness of what we're thinking about, right? Because mm -hmm. to, to answer your question that I think you're getting at, right? Does it have to happen in a lifetime? I think it's unrealistic, unrealistic. Expe expectation to to think that it will. I, I think more than just buy a yacht, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking buy a yacht, okay? It's over. There's nothing we can do about it. No, no plan. No, man. I think, I just think you have to be realistic about the situation and realize that those things will take time, right? Yeah. But if you believe that the Illuminati is real and all that shit, they're operating on a two, three hundred year plan, right? Yeah. And so if it's two to three hundred years for uh, the the congregation of power to happen in a very small few hands, right? then let's take another two to three hundred years to start pushing that shit the other way, right? Mm. And so maybe two to three hundred years from now, people are growing up in a different world, right? Where it's gotcha, more gotcha. along the lines of what we're aligned it's, with, you know? It's about, like, um, keeping this knowledge moving forward, keeping it alive, and expanding it. 
absolutely because over time well and people can will better able to construct what needs to be constructed in the reverse engineering of going where we want to go right there's kids out there right now that are fucking brilliant that nobody's heard of right there's there's so much power in the future right and but but the the other thing though is that the way that information moves these days uh, could facilitate a situation to where it accelerates much faster than what has happened historically. Because printing presses and newspapers and maybe I'll find it in the library if right. this one happens to carry the book that they've been trying to ban and hide from yeah. me for fucking generations. You know, like, now it's immediately accessible, right? Mm-hmm. But now the thing to fight through is the distraction, right? Like, yeah. it, like there's shit out there that could change the world, that could change your mind, that could uplift you to a state mm-hmm. you didn't know was possibly possible, right? Mm-hmm. But but Candy Crush level right. one one sixty nine. You're too you know? busy jerking off in the metaverse. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. There there's a lot of distractions out there, man. Um, it's so distraction becomes the new enemy, right? Because now it's not dissemination of information or the ability to tap into it. Now it's the ability to find it amongst all the bullshit that's out there. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that is definitely a problem. Um, that made me think of something I heard recently about. Sort of like the the evolution of people, if you will, humanity. If you imagine that, like going at a certain pace on a scale, mm-hmm. um, technology is also evolving, but at a much faster, like exponential rate, to the point where we don't know what to do with it. Like we can't handle it, and it's putting stress on humans. You know, like social media, all these all these things. You know, it just got me thinking about. There's good things and bad things about technology, and it comes back sort of to like that, I don't know if you want to call it like the, just just basic primal ability to like choose, you know, like choose what you want to consume and, and all that. Like, I think that's another thing that we're kind of getting blindsided by as humanity is the distractions of technology and um, like... If you're just doom scrolling all day, you know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, well, it's it's part of the construct, though, right? Of to keep you scrolling and not find the things that will matter most, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How many people uh, are going to have a barrier to seeing this podcast or hearing this podcast for the first time, right? right. Like, there's a lot of bullshit that you're going to have to cut through and, and to yep. find it, right? Right. But the realness is out there, and I, you know, so I, I just think it's a kind of word of mouth kind of thing is mm-hmm. like the hopes of it, like, uh, you know. To, to anybody listening to this, I, I sure hope they go and tell two friends, they right? Better. If, if they've got an, if I got to ask for my community, <laughs> go tell two friends that have never heard of me, right? Yeah. And then let them go tell two friends, you know, and keep that movement on because, because the idea can live far beyond your time here on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. And so if these ideas get continued to get passed on, and more and more people find them and tap into them and find them in other areas, it's not like I'm the only motherfucker saying this shit, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. I largely view myself as just a vessel. This is just kind of the universe talking right Feel through that, yeah. through me kind of thing i don't own yeah. these ideas you know <laughs> yeah. truth speaking. exactly yeah. man speak truth to power right like nobody has a monopoly on that shit That's you know trippy to think yeah. about too like all this stuff is out there absolutely it's in it's out in the universe like a lot of the answers to a lot of people's problems they're out there mm-hmm. you just have to f- seek them and find them you know um 
which is harder and harder to do these days because of all the distraction that is out there. Yeah, you know, definitely, man. Dude, it. fucking meditation. I, know I keep talking about that shit. <laughs> uh, I'm in a battle between talking about yachts and talking about meditation, but <laughs> you um, love that yacht, man. You dude, love it. <laughs> it. It's just like I've I've meditated in the past, but it was kind of like there really wasn't maybe maybe there wasn't like a purpose to it or behind it. And maybe I didn't really need it so much, yeah. you know, just kind of interested in it. What is this, you know? Yeah. But there became a time where, like, I, it became the answer. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was thinking about this shit while meditating this morning. I just thought about, like, this transition, this path that I'm on in life now was, like, I have a couple of analogies for it. But one is, like, I've been like in this car that's been traveling for 40 years like on autopilot mm. and one day I woke up and it's like I'm behind the wheel and I'm going oh shit I gotta drive this fucking thing you know what I mean like whoa shit I gotta steer I gotta gas brakes um but this morning man I'm 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 just meditating and this thought came to me about that this same sort of transition where it was like I've been everything I've accomplished and done in life has kind of been done by drinking like a, a a fucking bottled iced uh coffee from starbucks that i got at the store and now instead of drinking that this probably got who knows what the fuck's got it it's got in it you know but like now i feel like i'm drinking freshly squeezed orange juice but not only is it freshly squeezed like i'm squeezing that i i'm pulling the fucking orange from the tree in the vineyard the orchard like myself but before pulling the fucking orange from the tree i'm asking it for permission while hugging the fucking tree and thanking <laughs> its ancestors for existing so that i could enjoy this experience right now type of thing you know like those that's the difference is like meditating brings deeper level of thought to me yeah. on like what what existence is and like what i'm doing you know uh -huh. and, and like i would never if i was just going about my day playing candy crush or whatever like this kind of shit would never come to me <laughs> oh, and make right. me think about life yeah. and it all comes to you just sitting in silence you know it's yeah. kind of fucking phenomenal <laughs> absolutely you know? man yeah going and wiping the distractions away man and seeing life for what it really is because yeah. it's such a beautiful thing of like that pulsation to be here and experience what we're experiencing you know it's mm -hmm. like it's it's such a beautiful thing if you allow it to be yeah. you know and man and i've had moments of like euphoria here on earth right that mm -hmm. were definitely like real fucking moments that had to do with this the just the experience that i wasn't that i was having you know yeah. it didn't have to do with any outside shit it was just like nah to be there in that moment was fucking amazing right yeah. and you could have so many of those moments in in your individual life just stacked upon each other right mm -hmm. if only we would get out of it our own way yeah. and allow that shit to happen you know yeah. what i mean and so you know it, it's funny man and um i didn't know this for a long time but you know uh the Japanese have kind of a thing of uh, Shinto where basically you live on, your ancestors live on through you and through mm -hmm. the generations. Like, that's that's kind of a religious thing for them, you yeah. know? And, um, you know, I, I didn't know this for a long time, but my uh, I have a grandfather, or a great-great-grandfather, something along those lines, right, that was a, a, in his, he had done one profession in his life, 
and then it eventually ended up being a preacher right towards okay. the end you know and wow. so it, it's weird when you think about like how that that um that ability to orate and uh mold with words right is kind of passed down through you and 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 so that 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 same thing is alive within me even though i didn't know it existed right like Mm -hmm. i'm still drawn to that same path and energy right but looking at it through a different viewpoint vantage point and maybe that spirit of of the family that's been passed down through me it kind of evolves as we move on, right? And so mm-hmm. now I'm here, and instead of worrying about this congregation in this small church in Tennessee somewhere, right? <laughs> now I can get out there and effectively preach to the world, yeah. right? P3 and, game? <laughs> yeah. Parker, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Parker yeah. World, baby. You yeah, know what right. I mean? It's like I, I, want, I want to take the whole world with me in the vision that I see for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, because if we get there... If we get there, life is going to be a lot better for fucking everybody across the board. Because yeah. I, 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 I want to do away with that exploitation of, of humanity, right? Like nobody should live off the the misery of somebody else. You know that shouldn't yeah. be the goal. You know, I, I think. Uh, yeah, that makes me think about like is. But is there a purpose to struggle? Because, through one form or another, struggle brought you to where you're at with the way that you think, right? If you had this great life, you wouldn't think about any of this shit. You'd be, I'm sorry, chilling on a fucking yacht somewhere. <laughs> but like, <laughs> if if we get to that place, um, this perfect place, heaven on earth, whatever you want to call it, right? Like, everybody's has a great life. There has to be some form of like teaching to to so people know like how important it is like how how we got here and to maintain that yeah yeah you know absolutely absolutely i that's it's a conundrum i i've asked myself right because i'm like damn if you didn't have anybody struggling anywhere right Mm-hmm. Will we all be these vapid, shallow people, right? Just an ocean full of yachts. Well, just like, you know, hardship yeah. hardship forges a lot of, like, yeah. colorful personalities, you know? And mm-hmm. so if you take that hardship away, do you also remove the personality from the situation, you know? And it's yeah. it's a question I don't have the answer to because we've never seen it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, but but I'll say this right like uh, if if I had uh, like my own unending stream of money right mm-hmm. I would go buy a a plot of land okay. in the middle of nowhere right mm-hmm. in enough acreage around to where I didn't ever had to worry about noise complaints right mm-hmm. and I would build a huge fucking place that would basically be a place for people to gather, listen to music and fucking dance like all the time. Like nice. it's like I would have right. that shit as a destination kind of spot of like come out here and relief because those times that I'm talking about like with euphoria, it has often been like at rave type of situations growing up, mm-hmm. right? Where I've got a lot of people in the room all moving in unison right to the fucking beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it's beautiful there, right? And to anybody that's never really fully experienced what that could be like, I wish it for them, you know what I mean? That they can know what that's like. And there, in I think what that comes back down to, right, is that it, there is a beauty in us getting together and moving in fucking unison, you know what yeah, I mean? Dude, that like, goes all the way back to tribal drum circles. You know, everybody's, you're moving to the same beat, the same rhythm, you yeah. know, like 
literal heartbeats could be in sync with with everything, you know. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I have I've had that thought a couple of times actually over the past couple of weeks about a piece of land. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy you bring that up, <laughs> and uh, it kind of started off with like a place to just get away, like find serenity, no no sound of traffic. Mm-hmm. Just I just want to be surrounded by the sounds of nature and only the sounds of nature. Um, and then, but also have it be like, tell all the homies, like, here's the address, <laughs> here's a place for you yeah. as well. Cause you might not be in a position to where you could have a piece of land, Yeah. but this shit is for you also, oh, you know, yeah. like if you need to get away or whatever, go camping. I mean, Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I, I think, um, reconnecting with nature has been a huge part of my life lately and it's helped tremendously. There's, uh, this is going to sound corny as fuck, but like healing powers in nature oh man it's not corny man yeah. that's, that's real man you know you like, know it's corny fucking yachts dude <laughs> yachts uh, are corny <laughs> <laughs> but no like uh there's there's something about that that's um i've just been neglecting and uh i've been spending a lot of time sitting in silence in nature uh, i mean i'm hearing the sounds of nature but you know what i'm saying um that just takes me to like a different place um I've been doing the same thing like at work during my lunch breaks. I get done eating, I got some time left. I go to my car and I play nature sounds on my phone and just fucking kick the seat back and it, it transports me to a better place. Yeah. And the rest of my day is just infinitely better than it would have been if I had not done that. You know, I'm yeah. walking around in the hallway in cubicles <laughs> with fucking AirPods in, listening to birds chirping. And it's just like, oh, everybody else here is fucking up right now. You know? <laughs> like, uh, and that's a little nugget for people out there, anyone that's like, uh, we didn't even get to touch into like mental health shit, but um, that's a huge one that can help bring balance to your life, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. So. Yo, man, yeah. And dude, uh, I know that uh, we're working on a little bit of a time scale here, man, yeah. Yeah, on that point, on that yeah. tip, but this this won't be the last time we have uh, okay. uh, we have you on the, the Parker Parker I podcast, man. Yeah, you know I'm, what I mean? Like I'm down to be on anytime. Uh, uh, hey, man, uh, uh, I appreciate you uh, doing this today, man. I appreciate you as a person, man, a brother from another, man. I love you, brother, and uh, love you too, man, man ha- happy to have you on. And like I said, man, we'll 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 be back for some more, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, uh, hey, man, love, shout out and love and respect to everybody out there. Thank y'all for coming along on the ride here on another edition of the Parker Parker Podcast. Uh, If you're out there listening, you know I probably want you as a guest too. So, uh, taste of things to come, you know. So, love and respect to all y'all. And uh, we're out. Take care.